What's going on, everybody? It's Stephen Broden Cortez. Welcome to the Why the F Not podcast. This is episode 71, and today we have a, a returning guest. This is her third appearance on the Why the F Not podcast. Welcome in Gabriela Sofia Torres. At this point, does she need does she need an introduction? I feel like y'all know her. Y'all got good. You got good understanding who she is, right? Actress living in New York, living the dream, doing the thing coming in again we're talking about all kinds of shit i i I shared my my hopeful hopeful thoughts about Neuralink and shit about the future of technology god just no 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 post-apocalyptic shit please 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 elon Musk. anyways welcome in episode 71 the why the f not podcast that was a great way just to get things warmed up uh we're just Hanging out here again with uh, the one and only Gabriela Sofia Torres. What's up? Surviving that New York life. How you doing? Doing pretty good, honestly. Um, things have kind of been hectic in my life recently. Kind of just like starting a new semester of college, plus like dealing with some family stuff, plus recovering from surgery. So it's been it's been a crazy one, but we're we're munching through and we're thriving as much as we can be right now. Gosh, well, hey, I mean, damn, you got to recover. Literally, your body's recovering from surgery. Mm-hmm. You're recovering from some some shit with, like you said, personal stuff. So that's like some other healing time, mm-hmm. and just, just school, which is some more stress. You know, it's a good it's a yeah. good stress, but it's still a stress. Yeah. <laughs> well, something I wanted to talk to you about since the news broke. Did yeah. you hear that Leah Michelle has come out and spoken out about this whole rumors about her not being able to read? Yeah, and she actually did this little bit of like proving that she like wanted like can read by reading a children's book, and that is that was literally I'm so sorry, but that it, it looks like the most rehearsed thing you can possibly look at. Like it's so like she's like acting, and we're all like like overdoing it, not even being casual about it. And also the thing is that, that I find really interesting is that like she just straight up says says that like doesn't say like oh I can read. She like keeps saying other stuff like being like oh that's so that if it's kind of sexist if i was a man they wouldn't be saying that it's like why don't you just say you can read like <laughs> super like here gabriella ready accuse me of not being able to read do it do it yeah yeah how dare you steven you can't read yes i can what are you talking about i can read wait hold up exactly. just pick out a random book not some staged prop book that was put there for me like yeah if you can read and people are like talking shit about you not being able to read just pick up a random book record it on your phone read Mm -hmm. it post it boom but that hasn't been done so there has to be something more man also the thing is too i just like if if i was her and like not obviously dealing with all like the being a diva shitty person doing racist things on sets or whatnot if like if I was just famous and people just accused me of not being able to read, I would find it to be the funniest thing possible. Like, I would make jokes about it. I wouldn't take it so seriously as she is. Like, holy crap. Like, I believe oof. she doth protest too much, right? Like, yeah. It's like she's like overcompensating for the fact she can't read. So. <laughs> I feel like she's still illiterate, but whatever. But she's yeah. still like, I don't know, because I. And then there's that whole her being a douchebag, right? She's just the jerk or whatever on set or whatever. No, like Is I it- find, I find it so like she's, and that's been an issue since she was in Ragtime when she was a kid. What? Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so basically, this is this is a story. Um, so she would like t- she terrorized her understudy during ragtime. Like she would like literally lie to her sometimes, being like, "Oh, I don't think I can go on tonight. I think you can go on." So then, when the other girl would get really excited and like call her family, being like, "I think I think I'm gonna go on tonight." You would last minute go on stage, all dressed up in costume, go on stage and be like, oh, you really think I was like going to let you perform? What a fucking, oh, <laughs> ill. Oh my God, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. Are you serious? Yeah, yes. And also, I, also another thing happened when she was in, um, in Spring Awakening, she was like throwing a party for the entire cast and like at the beach or whatever so then when the understudies and swings came in the, she was like no this is like an actual cast party for the actual cast oh <laughs> my god yeah yeah oh. <laughs> what a horrible person i want to just karate chopper in the throat yeah i mean i'm one. sorry if you're so oh. heinous enough to like thread to shit in someone's wig and call like extras cockroaches like I I ugh, I don't know. It's like Leah, your 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 entitlement's showing, girl. Like fuck, yeah. I get you've been a lead Jesus. since you were eight, but fuck, dude. Like really weird. It's almost like the character that she played on Glee is just her in real life. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. More and more every day. Like I used to think Rachel Berry was charming as a character on TV to watch. Like I was like, oh. I love her, you know? Like, is she perfect? Not. Yeah. She's ambitious. People look down on her because she's different. Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, yeah, her her colors start showing. And, she, you know, she is, yeah. well, she's not as bad as Leah Michelle in real life, though. Is Rachel... I'm trying to defend Rachel Berry here. No, I just, hard. like, I don't know. I, w- I think in the first couple seasons of Glee, like, she was pretty okay. But then as the season started going on and on, like, she kept doing more and more shitty things. And I'm just like... Okay, gets upset that like wants to be Maria on West Side Story when she's not Hispanic or Latino, and um, <laughs> literally like gets upset when Mercedes is going for the role because she's like she's not Hispanic. It's like that does not that does not compute. Like you have a nice tan, I guess, Leah. But really, Rachel Bear, you want to go for this role? Yeah, did you see her at the Tony Awards? Um, like she, oh, she was so yeah. tan. It was really awkward. Like, does oh. she? Like, that's why. Like, this is a prime example why you need people who are going to tell you the truth. You know, that's why mm-hmm. my friend Brian told me like he would see some person with like who who had an outfit on that wasn't necessarily put together right, or who you know mm-hmm. their aesthetic wasn't just right, and he would look at them and be like, "Wow, that person looks like they don't have a gay in their life." Or at least I don't even have a good friend to tell them, honey, that doesn't look good. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, no one looked at Leah and be like, Leah, are you are you sure? Are we sure about this look? I'm surprised Jonathan Groff did not say anything. Oh, my God. He's with her, huh? They're like a couple. No, they aren't dating. Jonathan Groff. Leah Michelle's married to a completely Wait. other person. Because I, I think the whole, the whole thing with, like, the guy from Glee and, like, he passed away from his overdose. And they were about to get yeah. married, right? Yeah, they were engaged. They were engaged. And then he died. I thought and then he died. Oh, that was just in see, I think I think I'm so in denial of who Leah Michelle is in real life that I've just yeah. substituted Rachel Berry's storyline. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh. Yeah, but Jonathan Groff is gay. And they're like really close. Jonathan friends. Groff is gay? 
Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. I don't think about <laughs> these things when I when I look at people. Like, honestly, I yeah. don't think, like, are they gay, straight? I'm just like, cool. He's gay? No way. Yeah, no, literally. And um, there have been, like, interviews that they've done, like, in the past, like, in, mm-hmm. like, the pretty, like early 2010s and stuff like that being like oh if 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 jonathan groff wasn't gay he'd be my soulmate it's like oh okay it's really interesting but hey at least they're really close friends i guess so that's good i mean jonathan's not he can't be that good of a friend to leah if he's letting her walk out like that like yeah but that being said i have a question because i know now that jonathan's gay like okay so i i did this short film a little while ago where i played a gay character right and i yes I, you know i and I, I was in a play years ago in college where again i played a gay character and these are roles that you know i put my heart into right and like i you know i just you know it's just like any role right you put it your heart yeah. into it you honor the role honor the story mm-hmm. well a little while ago a friend of mine posted something uh, and he happens to be a gay actor but he said something about straight men playing gay roles and that he didn't feel mm-hmm. comfortable with that and then I started feeling a little uncomfortable about that myself now. Like, should I, should I, mm-hmm. is it okay for me to portray these roles? But then I think about Neil Patrick Harris, now Jonathan Groff. I don't know, he was gay, but like, those are two men who are gay, but they played very hetero males in, yeah. in big media. So is that, mm-hmm. like, tell me your thoughts on for, this. For me, honestly, I don't feel very comfortable commenting on that because like, I don't think it's my level of expertise to like kind of discuss that, but um, you find a lot of um, a lot of like reverse of that notion that a lot of like um, gay actors play straight people and vice versa. So like it, it's a really honestly interesting discussion to have with more people, and I think as time goes on, it will become. That I feel like that's going to become more center stage as time goes on, like an actual discussion within just the arts community, because it's been a thing for like a very long time and it could teeter on, oh, is it like an offensive caricature or is it someone trying to honor a group of people? So it's like it's like a weird thing to like navigate, in my opinion. So, Definitely. yeah. Definitely. Yo, Cause like that first play I did, it was a, it was a play called Uncle Daddy Will Not Be Invited. And it was mm-hmm. me and my friend Alex. It was a two man show, uh, original play. And, uh, mm-hmm. at, I was, I was seeing this girl at this time, right? And mm-hmm. she came to see the play. And at the end of the play, she came up to me and said, Stephen, what, are you gay? And I was like, no, what, why? She goes, that kiss looked real. And I'm like, oh, I mean, thanks. I, it was, yeah, it's that's a character. I guess I did yeah. my job. Of course. Ne- needless to say, didn't speak. She didn't speak to me after that. She just felt a little too weird, you know. But yeah, like what's the? I don't know. Like the way I was portraying it, you know, as an actor, I just approached it as a story about people who are in love, mm-hmm. who happen to be men. Yeah. But in my mind, it was like the love I feel for you know any partner I have. I just thought you know it's that same kind of love very genderless very just ambiguous you know love as they say you know love is love so that's how i approached it at least yeah i I get nervous now i get nervous auditioning for stuff and i'm like oh it's a gay character i'm like is it okay if i audition for this you know and Mm -hmm. i just thought i'd bring that up just because it's something that's been bugging me just a little bit just because i recently recently auditioned for a project that it was it was a gay character 
Mm-hmm. And again, just that thought, like, is it okay for me to do this? You know, again, I'm not trying to portray a character. I'm not trying to do anything with any malintent. It's, you know, I'm yeah. just like any role. I'm approaching it with love and respect. First, yeah. It's a weird world yeah. we live in, girl. Weird it is. World. It's very interesting. But, hey, some of these conversations just need to be had, you know? So. That's it right there. That's the word, conversations. Like, yo, do you watch Big Brother? I, I, I've, like, seen clips from Big Brother, but I haven't, like, watched it, like, fully. <laughs> no, no worries. Well, Big Brother, so this year, for those that don't watch, Big Brother is, like, this social experiment of a show where people just get thrown into a house. They live together for, like, three months. They vote each other out once, like, you know, once a week. They all vote on who to kick out of the house. It gets tense. A lot of anxiety. This season got crazy because there was a moment where one of the guys happens to be a white boy, a Mormon boy, great guy. But like he starts seeing like, hey, like because like let's, just to recap, last season, there was a, a amazing, amazing gameplay done in Big Brother where it was the cookout. It was a group of all black people, you know, first time ever. You know, usually it's always like the white bros, you know, like the chads, if you will. They take over the game. They they control the house. Right. But this time the cookout was there. That's what they called themselves. And they fucking went all the way. It was really beautifully done this year. This guy named Kyle was like, yo, man, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't do you think all the. Do you think all, there's another cookout happening? You think that can happen? He was trying to talk to some other players. Like, do you think that could happen again? Should we like, should we band together? Talking to other people who were white also, not black, right? And then the other yeah. people were like, that's weird. I don't want to assume they're in a team just because they're black, you know? Like, they felt yeah, weird yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. They just felt well, weird about this idea being thrown out, right? Yeah. And for those that don't know, right? Like, Ky- I think his name is Kyle. Sweet little Mormon boy, small town very small perspective when it comes to life you know he he doesn't have a very big perspective on life right so he said this unknowingly that it can come off racist right yeah as big brother is time passes by and then the word gets out of what kyle said and all the Mm -hmm. all the people who are black in the house they hear this and they're heartbroken naturally they're like confused they're like what is this they're all painting kyle as like is he hate uh, hate we don't want him to i don't want to associate myself with this kind of person that kind of person and Mm -hmm. i'm over here like wait time out everyone's gossiping no one's talked to kyle can we can we talk with them about it? and then someone Turner this guy brings it up he's like maybe we should have a house discussion and they had a discussion and it was beautiful it was vulnerable we got emotions out it was it was just misunderstandings but i feel like that's what we're missing nowadays in our society is conversation mm-hmm. you know something a blip a, a moment happens someone does something that they stumble or mess up put their foot in their mouths and we run with that we fucking put them up on the post you know we fucking just say like nope they fucked up. They're terrible. Fuck them. And there's no room for like redemption. No room for like, hey, like what was going on in that moment for you, bud? Are you really a racist? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, honestly. God damn, yeah. man. Big Brother fucking gets me sometimes. It's been a little boring, but this year, this year's been good. It's either Leah Michelle's drama or Big Brother keeping me going this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun. <laughs> but dude, what's going on on Broadway? Because you have, you, I, I'm not up to date with Broadway right now. But like, what's what's like going on right now? Anything like coming up? Like, I know the K-pop show is is up on Broadway right now. Anything mm-hmm. else coming up? Um, actually, I there's some rumors of some stuff that could be stirring. Um, yeah, um, I have a really good TikTok mutual. Um, 
his name is Sweaty Oracle, and he is basically the person who's like a big Broadway tea dumper, and he usually gets really good predictions, and he's been kind of stirring the pot and saying that there's there's possibly going to be a revival of Sweeney Todd with um, with uh, Josh Groban as Sweeney, <gasps> Anae Ashford as Mrs. Lovett, and Patrick Page as the judge. And he also mentioned, I think, Gabe Mazzarano is going to be Tobias. And then Michaela Diamond, I want to say, is, is Joanna. But, like, I... I'm not sure on the last two, but I know for sure that the first three I said are like most sure. likely going to happen. Yeah. Holy shit. And, Sweeney Todd yeah. revival. Yeah. So that's been talked about for a little bit. Plus there may be a, um, a Spring Awakening revival as well. So. Oh, yeah. wait. Are you going to be auditioning for that? Are you throwing your name? Can you? What's oh, oh, wait. What's that <laughs> smile? No, 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 no. It's not. It's not for me. It's just like I auditioned for Spring Awakening production recently, but not for not not anything crazy. It was uh, it was through a student run product performance. So like, yeah. <laughs> so not yet. All right, right on, yeah. right on. Are you yeah. just focusing on on school right now and not doing too much professional work? No, I'm auditioning. I'm Ooh. I've been auditioning like crazy. Actually, I've gotten callbacks for some things. Just. Just kind of working on just like getting more performance credits and whatnot and just putting my name out there. You know, I live in the city and I have time to do this stuff now, so might as well, you know, so so that's mainly it. But yeah, (laughs) you geeking out about anything lately? Any new movies? I mean, not movies necessarily. This is this is actually really funny. Um, so New York Fashion Week is actually happening, like right now. Oh. And I actually got invited to go to New York Fashion Week. Wait, um, shut up. No way. Yeah, I got invited to go to the Burberry Runway show. Oh. So, yeah. So wow. I, it's, um, it's September 11th, which is a very morbid day. But that's the day that the fashion show is happening. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know what, why they put it that day, but yeah. At some point, they're just like, "Fuck, can we can we start planning things on September 11th?" It's a good, it's a good day. I mean, it's it's always prime real estate for planning shit, but it's you know history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so it's gonna be at the New York Public Library. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I have to get I I have my consultation uh, Friday for like my outfit that I'm gonna wear to the event and everything because I have to get all dressed up. So Hell yeah. yeah. Are you are you gonna wear someone special? Is there any like Oh I'm certain... I have to wear I have to wear Burberry um oh, course, when I go. All these things, of course. Okay. So I sense. so I have already a couple uh pieces from them because they're one of my favorite brands. So I was like, I'm pretty set. I just needed to get a couple accessories. So I got those and yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's gonna be really fun. So yeah. <laughs> hey, man, a fashion show, man. Like, is there an itinerary they give you beforehand to get here at certain times? Or, like, do they have a schedule of what's going on that day? Uh, Well, I got invited to go to the actual runway show, which is sometime in the afternoon. I don't know exactly off the top of my head. They send me the the invitation, but I can't remember. And then after that, I'm going to, like, this lunch event. Ooh. So, yeah. So that's basically what I got invited to. So I'm going to go and do that. <laughs> Normal things in New York City where you're just, you know, 
mm-hmm. living your best life. Hey, it's a one in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm going to take it and go because it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. Dude, fucking rad. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think we got to talk about also the mm-hmm. so what's going on with producers tiktok producers okay. what's going on there <laughs> see the thing is i haven't really had time to do much so it's we're i'm putting it on hiatus like on the back burner for now sure because like i literally have no time but i do i found this i found the librettos already i have those mm. and i have um I've, the caster came out for that pretty much. I'm still trying to find some other people for that, possibly, because if not, everyone everyone except for Max and Leo will double up as a role. Or just do whatnot, and then I will just fill in the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. So I I'm kind of leaning towards it just being a solid read-through, and then we just play the songs intermittently or whatnot i'm still trying to figure stuff out since like i couldn't really do much because i my recovery was so bad post-op and i thought that's when i was gonna plan all this but i didn't so yeah so it it will most likely i'll most likely reach out to everyone again probably sometime around uh probably Ooh, it depends. It might be at the end of the semester, so maybe like a December. <laughs> Yo, that works. That works. I'm already thinking yeah. if, you, if you need me, I will do Keep It Gay by myself with the gentleman you cast as Carmedia. We will do yes. Keep It Gay, just two people. We'll be doubling up all the parts. It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be perfect. That'll that, be perfect. Yeah, of course. I kind of <laughs> like, I kind of did a similar thing like a while back. Um, I did like a read through that I streamed of Shrek, just the movie. We we read through Shrek too, just like the the script, and it Wait, was really out. fun. Wait, time the fuck out! I first I was like Shrek the musical, but they were like no, Shrek no the movie. Shrek, two, Shrek, Shrek two, Shrek two, the movie. <laughs> yeah, we did that, and then Clean. I purposely did a point to sing "Holding Out for a Hero" in the rendition of the movie. So it, it was it was fun. So I, I kind of am thinking doing something kind of like that. It's just it's harder because, like, it's a musical and sometimes it's not just a solo. So, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, you don't have a set, right? And you don't have all these staging things. Yeah, it's just to read through. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's chill. It's almost like a jam session for musical theater geeks, you know? No, literally. Yeah, it's like the to the same effect during COVID when a bunch of people would just do readings of plays and musicals just on like Zoom or something together. Like it's like the same thing, pretty much. That because I remember during COVID they were doing like Zoom stand up shows, right? They're doing stand up shows yeah. on Zoom. That feels a little weird because I feel like stand up you need that reaction from the audience, right? I, I'm not a comic, yeah. Guy, but like I feel like the laughter is a big thing, but for a mm-hmm. play. I feel like that could work. You don't necessarily yeah. need like laughter from an audience, but like you, you can still have very serious moments. You can have comedic moments, but you don't need that reaction from the audience to mm-hmm. keep the show going. Oh man. Yeah. That'd be so rad just to do more virtual plays. I don't know. If the yeah. world and if the world's going the way it is with floods and droughts, we might not ever be allowed to go outside. So it, yeah. it might be the future. You never know. We might just be doing plays virtually now. 
Oh, damn. I'm sorry doing not a, to scare you. <laughs> doing a whole musical inside. Ooh. It's been done before. It's been chaotic, but it's been done before. R- Ratatouille. That fucking yeah. TikTok Ratatouille. That was wild to see during COVID. Yeah. I, I remember when that was like a big thing. It was insane. Yeah. Was that just everyone wanting something to do collectively? Like, Yeah, know, I think so. I need to put my energy into something. And right now it's Ratatouille with the guy from what's this the guy from uh Kimmy Schmidt. That's all I want to do. Yes. Okay? Yes. <laughs> that ti- is this thing Titus? Is it? No, wait. Yeah. I don't know. I'm horrible with names. I'm the worst. Yeah, I think Titus Burgess was in a That's it. That's his name. There uh, it is. Yeah. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Well shit. All right. Yeah. Musical, th- musical theater on TikTok, though. That that has been done, too. Uh, there was a TikTok musical that was, like, live-streamed. It was called For You Page. Nope. So, yeah. I didn't really watch it, but I remember it being a thing a while back. Yeah. I, wa- I wonder... Because right now, like celebrities, like the words, like the like a celebrity, right? A celebrity is so different now than what it used to be, right? Like being being a, like a, a fucking fifteen year old in their bedroom can become a celebrity overnight. But like that's not a celebrity. That would be technically an influencer, though. Oh shit! Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it would be an influencer, but also like I, I don't know. I have a pretty decent following online, but I don't consider myself an influencer. Because I think, I think just there are so many influxes of people on social media right now. It's not the same as it was like, remember, like in the old YouTube days, like where you can like name some of the most subscribed people off the top of your head. Now you can like, now you can barely name anyone that has like 1 million followers that, you know, off the top of your head, like on any social media platform, really. Because there's so many, there's so many, it's like a more, more concentrated group of people like on the platform now. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, I just kind of consider myself someone who just like occasionally posts like shit posts online and just like has fun because I I don't really take it seriously at all because like there's no reason to, because like. I don't consider myself like a an Addison Ray or like a, a Demilio that like they they curate their entire brand through just doing dances and doing partnerships and whatnot. And I don't do that. I just like post whatever is on my mind, and I'm just like, yeah, sure. I'm just a just a person in the void, you know. So, yeah. That idea, though, that we just brought up, the celebrity versus the influencer. So where would a content creator fall into then? Like, it, like I feel like, would that be more closely to describe you? I, as, like, you just create uh, content for fun, like an artist? If any, like, I, interesting. Um, content creation, I feel like it's, it's such an umbrella term for a lot of things. Like, you can even consider, like, people that are influencers, content creators, too. It's a very broad term. And if you really wanted to, you can say that like professional A-list actors are also content creators in their own specific realm, which is the media of like film, TV, stage, what whatnot. So 
I feel like just content creation is kind of an umbrella term for like a very vague umbrella term for everything, you know? So I could, I, in, I could be considered a content creator. I just choose just to say I'm just a goofy person online, though. <laughs> That's what it says on your Instagram and on your TikTok description, just a goofy person creating on just, just a silly, Just a silly, goofy, <laughs> just a silly, goofy person that you should not take seriously, except when you should. That's a very key note right there. Except when you should. Except, except when, when you, you should. should. Except when you should. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, because you were talking about you just you brought up those YouTubers, right? The like from back in the day when we could name you know top five YouTubers, you know, who yeah, you can... the most most subscribers. Those now, like Mr. Beast, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Beast's production company is almost as big as like a TV like company, if anything, like a production it, studio like that. It's basically on the same level as that, which is insane. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And like, I heard his inst- he had an interview with Joe Rogan, and he was talking yeah. about how he would like all the money he would make off of his mm-hmm. YouTube videos, he would just reinvest into more YouTube videos. Yeah. So then it was just like, yeah, crazy, and it's honestly really interesting especially with youtube in and of itself and kind of tiktok i think they're going to go more in the direction you're starting to see this with youtube that it's going more in the direction of competing with streaming services oh like you're starting to see that like the stuff that's doing well on on um on youtube is like very like long videos like hell i was watching a um shoot what's his name let me double check because i have the video up I was watching a Quinn Reviews video about iCarly that's like four and a half hours long. And that that video has like almost like four million views. So it's like a lot of stuff that's doing really well is just longer content. And most of the videos I watch on YouTube are like two to three hours long. It's like a it's like a gnarly rubber band effect where like yeah. people were like loving the short the short uh, time content, six second videos, ten second videos. Vine. Yeah, exactly. Vine. And, but now yeah, it's like, and- no, we want our two hour podcasts, our four hour YouTube videos breaking down my favorite show. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think TikTok, not right now, but in a couple of years, we'll probably end up going in that direction, too. I mean, you saw the introduction of 10 minute videos be a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's it's probably just going to continue and whatnot and you're starting to see like random accounts just reposting like illegally reposting um like tv show like footages and parts or whatnot or posting story times that are in parts that does really well and that's you're sitting there for like an elongated amount of time that's not like a two like a 30 second to a minute and a half video so it's probably gonna end up going in that direction as well in a couple years People on Instagram and TikTok going live, even they are impressively holding viewers down during long live segments. Yeah, I mean, as long as you know how to capt- captivate an audience really well, it, it works. I mean, I've done it before. I've I've done some lives that have had like had a quite a few viewers on there, and I've been live for a consistent amount of time. I'm not as amazing as going live for like five hours and having like a hundred k viewers consistently. I I could never. But hey, hey, as long as you know how to captivate an audience really well and have fun, then yeah, you know, people are gonna like want to watch you if you're personable. And I think that's kind of also another reason why 
some creators are doing really well is because like they're personable like it's more relatable content which is kind of like bouncing back interestingly enough back to old youtube Mm. it's like they were they were people it was like you were taking a glimpse into someone's life that you thought was interesting and then as kind of youtube evolved and kept moving it became more of a curated brand that's why makeup growers did so well for a while and all this stuff and now it's kind of bouncing back to like either just like documentary style videos or just relatable content. So Mm. yeah, it's very interesting. See, and that's where I feel like the idea of what a celebrity is might be changing, especially for, for like the younger generations, you know, kids Mm -hmm. that are five, 10 years old watching YouTube, they grow up watching, you know, someone they can relate to like a kid's show or something on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Right. And they grow up with that. Like they don't know the fuck George Clooney is. They don't care who, you know, fucking robert downey jr is or anything they're just like no i love this person on youtube they're Mm -hmm. like this person's a celebrity yeah patty lapone who you know patty lapone who damn no child says that every child out the wound goes oh i know patty yeah of course of course (laughs) that that, those were my first words actually it was just oh i know patty (laughs) (laughs) the doctor grabbed you out of the womb smacked your butt and and you were like you didn't cry you actually said oh patty i know her no, I just started singing like uh, what's uh, Buenos Aires from Evita. I just came out singing that. <laughs> what's new, Buenos Aires? Oh Buenos shit! Put it back in. Oh my god! It's like oh no! It's a theater kid. Put her back in. <laughs> it's another one. We got another one, y'all. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, it's it just blows my mind. Like I don't know. Like people always talk about like oh this movie had these many viewers or this video had this these many viewers compared to like last year's viewers or whatever. But like there's so many more people now than there were like say in 2000, say in 1990, yeah. 19. There's just yeah. more fucking people, and you could and literally also, those platforms are more accessible to people now. Too. So much more. You want to be Everyone on TV has- back in the day? Like you had to, you know, know someone or audition and get on TV, get in a movie. Yeah. Hopefully. Everyone has an iPhone now. So, yeah. And it's just crazy how just technology advances so quickly. Like, hey, like how I like my grandpa that I talked to, um, he was alive when like the first like cars were a thing that you had to like crank to drive and he saw and he's seen how technology has rapidly like advanced so quickly like he has a facebook and like an alexa and he's living his best life at like 87 88 yeah God, i can't even imagine being that old and just see have seen that transition that evolution of technology yeah I feel like I would just need to take a lot of psychedelics just to like calm my nerves down after all that be like oh I mean my that's God. gonna be us that's gonna be us and like Probably like 40, 50 years. Like, Saviske, I call it sooner. I say 20, 20 years when Neuralink starts becoming normal. No, no, that no, no. People said about that about phones. People said like phones. Why cell phones? That clunky thing. Why would I need that now? Every like okay, people don't want. And I have this discussion with Stephanie all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep myself a little hopeful about Neuralink just because I don't want to be scared of it or else I'll never sleep. Yeah. But like phones, right? Everyone's scared about Neuralink being your head all the time. You're like, oh, it's like, oh, I'm being tracked. You have your phone with you all the time for the most part. No, literally. You already have the tracker on you. It's just not in your body. But like once Neuralink is in your mind, like, Gabriela, if I wanted to share a thought with you, 
nay, a feeling. If I wanted to be like, uh, like you, like I'm going through some shit and you're like, fuck, dude, I wish I knew how you were feeling so I could be there for you. With Neuralink, you could. You know, you know, sometimes when I hear stuff like that, I just want to throw all my technology into the Hudson <laughs> and just drive out to like the middle of nowhere in the woods, have a little cottage and have like a dog or something and be like a witch in the woods and not have to deal with people because that stuff like, ah, uh, oh, call me a little bit old fashioned, but even then, like kind of still scares me a little bit. Not going to lie. You're going to be the it's witch like, in the woods and it's like, no, she just doesn't have Wi-Fi. She's a pretty normal person. Why do you guys yeah, call her witch? A, <laughs> eh, she wants to be called that actually. It's her title. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i i don't know me per i, I don't want to see like that terminator future i don't want to see no evil i i hope i have a hopeful view of like a futuristic you know utopia where we're all in peace and nature and environment technology yeah twine beautifully and i hate can- to rain on your parade about that but like actually like the idea of living in a utopia is not possible we can never live in a utopia unfortunately it will it will always turn into a dystopian future unless unless we have the neural link chips right right no that that that, (laughs) ready ready if like i'm feeling a little anxious about my shit today hold up let me lower my anxiety right now okay 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 give your universe like it's shit how wild would that be? Like you could boost your serotonin, like you could, or yeah, or but then better. you won't feel any natural emotions. It will just all be like, what's natural? Fake. What's natural? Like, like look, look. I was, I have these conversations with Stephanie all the time. We're like, look at my glasses. I wear these glasses because without them, my natural eyes are faulty. They suck. So I have to put on these glasses you know, unnatural to, to like elevate my vision so I can see better with Neuralink. Did you know they could make a blind person see? Yeah. You can do that with LASIK too. But (laughs) no, I mean, blind, blind LASIK doesn't work. I know. I know. I was talking about for glasses. Like you can just do LASIK. Like again, that's technology. Uh, technology. I know it is. There's a difference between technology, in my opinion, technology that's helpful and that that can be that can help the world in some way or it's just completely useless. You know, at least I don't know. It's just like if you keep it's like the Wally concept for me. If you keep mm. if you keep having technology to make our lives more easier, then we're going to become more passive individuals and not and I feel like life's like joys, like sometimes you need to experience some rough times to like really appreciate like the, um, the, like the, the beauty of life. And if you take away all those like bad things, then what are you going to feel? Nothing. So I don't know. <laughs> Fair. I'm not going to argue with you there because I have become a lot more, I mean, what's the word? I can't get around too much without my GPS nowadays, so that's a bit of a hinder, a hinderment, right? I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember as many telephone numbers as I used to. You know, yeah. I used to have like ten numbers. You know, I could just pop them out. My friends, my moms, my cousins, my aunts. I got all those. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I was my yeah. mom's number. Maybe I remember that. I don't know. Yeah, so, I know mine. I'm not going to say it because this is <laughs> will be public. I don't want to dox my mom. Like. <laughs> 
You know what? Call my mom right now. Her number is. I'm just kidding. I'm not playing. Uh, it's nine nine nine. It's gonna be like old TV. It's five 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 two one four zero. That's her number. Yeah. But I was th- I was just gonna say nine over and over again and just call it a day. Nine 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 nine. You're welcome. But, but let me just put this now because I I still want to be like that positive light for like hope for technology in the future that we won't become its slaves. Ready? What if? What if? Ready? You had. Mm-hmm. You had an audition coming up tomorrow, right? And you're like, fuck, yeah. not even tomorrow, not even mm-hmm. tomorrow. It's in 20 minutes. You have an audition yeah. in 20 minutes and you have to memorize not just one song, but a whole book. You have to memorize the book, the score, that is, everything. It's Hold so up. funny. Let me. Don't tell me you can do that already. Shut up. Let me just tell you what Neuralink will do for you. <laughs> don't tell me you can do that because Neuralink, you know what? Fuck it. You have five minutes. You have 10 seconds to memorize this. And you know what? Neuralink will make that possible. Neuralink will make it available for you. You can download an entire score and you will know every part. You will, Yeah. You do, we don't all have perfect pitch. Okay? No, I wasn't joking about that. I was saying that that, that is a, such an unrealistic expectation for someone for auditions. Like when it comes to like learning songs that quickly, you either at least get it 24 hours or less, not five seconds. That's fair. That's fair. But what if Leah Michelle is auditioning you and she's trying to sabotage you? Well, See, that's and then Neuralink surpasses Leah Michelle's bitchiness. She better, she better watch out with her wig, I guess. <laughs> so wait, so someone shitting on her wig, or she's no, she threatened to sh- she's threatened to shit in a girl's wig. That'd be terrible. You're about to put on your wig and there's a piece of doo doo in there. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to get yeah. Neuralink is what I'm hearing. And you're not going to go to Mars uh, with Elon Musk? No, I don't. I don't like Elon Musk that much, if I'm going to be honest. You don't? Why not? Tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like, I feel like he's just like the epitome of just like, just like, just everything that's wrong with Twitter. And let me explain about this. Like he makes right. he makes a really he makes a really goofy joke, ma- makes makes stuff for the memes, and then like does really inhumane stuff. But it's okay. Look, he he like made a really quirky quote and whatnot. I don't know. It's just like it's just like I don't know. He's also just canonically a horrible father too. It's just like it's just so many things piling up on top of other things for me. Is he a very smart person? Yes, I won't take that away from him. Is he a good businessman? Yes, I won't take that away from him. But still, I don't know. It's just like... He, like, tries very hard to, like, be, like... I- I'm cool with the kiddos, but then it's like you're you're also doing stuff that's also, like, very detrimental. Like, if we colonize Mars, then we're basically pulling another essentially just like having earth too and just like destroy the ecosystem of a planet that was just fine just chilling you know so it's it, it's just like weird for me you know the weirdest things about about mars i hear is that they want to terraform mars so that it can be livable for earth for like us to move there right they, they you know yeah they want to have they want to take technology to mars terraform it and then make it livable and i yeah. heard someone on tiktok was like if you can do that in Mars, why can't you do that here? Why aren't you making this planet more livable? Why are you trying to make another planet? Exactly. Livable? It's like it's like, oh, we we fucked up here. Let's just like 
let's just like scrap everything and just like leave everything and just boom. Like I don't I don't know. Pretty weird. I mean, it's like when they say you shouldn't meet your heroes, right? It's like when people start hearing uh, truth behind certain celebrities they admire. Like, I'm a big John Lennon fan. And then yeah. everything started coming out about John Lennon, you know, that he's a terrible father, he wasn't good to his first son, that he's you know, a misogynist, that he wasn't, that he like, was abusive to his first wife. And it's like, yeah. oh, so y'all are realizing that John's a human and had really deep faults and like, uh, like they say, hurt people, hurt people. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, we can't like demonize them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, we can't put them on a pedestal thinking they're all perfect and. Exactly. Like- but I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we can also like also weigh people's faults differently based on like, oh, they, they, they're some, they got into arguments with their spouse or they were straight up like abusive. Like they would mm. hit them. And it's, like, I feel like you need to weigh things a little bit differently when it comes to that. But, yeah, we shouldn't really idolize people that we look up to. It's not good. Because, like you said, we're people and we make mistakes and stuff like that. And it just comes to a point where, like, I don't know. I feel like I hate being that person being like, oh, my God. Like, ugh, like you kids are so sensitive nowadays, but it, it, it's, it's really interesting to see the newer generation and um, how, how they handle certain things when either people don't agree with them or they don't agree with someone else. It's like a different reaction, which is also really interesting because I think that's been also kind of like formed because of the internet. So really interesting. Wait, which generation are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about like y- the younger generation. So think mm. of, like John Alpha or like really young Gen Z. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's our our communications definitely been different. Like for the generations, right? Like yeah, older generations like to tell us right that oh you're being too sensitive or like oh, chin up, pull yourself up mm-hmm. by your bootstraps. But it's like, but now we're learning. Yeah, but what about honoring your emotions? What about yeah? not suppressing your emotions because we have found out and learned that suppressing your emotions causes memory loss. It causes, you know, just other, uh, just forgetting your childhood. (laughs) Why are we okay with forgetting our childhood? It's like, Oh, that shit was bad. I don't want to remember that. It's like, what can I, what what do you mean? Like, okay, shit. Well, (laughs) that was yesterday. You're still crying about that. It's like, get over it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Damn. Well, Guess I'll just start barking at people to cope. <laughs> like, dude, that, like, there, like, there's like the whole thing with like uh, older generations here in, in the in the states, right? About lead mm-hmm. being in everything. It was in toys, paint, like lead paint. It was in the pipes. Yeah, they were consumed. Lead poisoning, so lead, and they're all emotionally unbound now. It's like, uh... yeah, you know, you know, a, and we're consuming so much plastic. Oh so, my, we've been consuming plastics. Are you kidding me? Right? We've been. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that version. We'll, we'll see like once we get older, what, what happens with all that. So yeah. I'm, so if we were to go to hunter gatherer times, would, would you mm-hmm. be happier with that? Like, like just more? Um, no, I wouldn't. I, the thing is, like, I am very thankful for the time period I live in now, but I can still, I can still 
criticize and say things that I want to change because I it should change, you know? Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, we should go back to this certain time period because, like, it, it was better in every capacity. We didn't have to deal with all this stuff. No, you still had to deal with issues. There were just different ones. Like, for example, like, if I somehow teleported to the 50s, I probably would already be a housewife at this point and mm-hmm. called a slur. So, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Just the way you delivered that. I'd be a housewife and called a slur already. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very true. We are, you could say, I, it just depends where you're living, though, because it just makes me sad. Like, like, we love our fucking phones, right? But then when you find out how this phone was made, you know, when you see, like, those videos yeah. of, the, of the mining that's done in other countries where people are literally just in these giant Grand Canyon sized holes in the ground just mining the minerals that we use for our phones and shit. It's so toxic to get to that kind of stuff. So, so many people like die doing it. So, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man. You know, and I was wave of humanity. <laughs> wave of hu- that's why we should all have Neuralink. You know, put a chip in our heads. Everyone becomes docile. You know, you all act good. We all see no. what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mental illness gone. Uh, gone. <laughs> Your depression. Switch it off. Your be bipolar. No, off. Turn it off. Like a light switch. <laughs> Mormons would love it. They'd be like. <laughs> gone wait gay not today <laughs> no, like, no that's turn so... it off. just like in the song he's like no put those feelings away what do you say he's like lying may be bad but no be, no being gay is bad but uh, lying is worse so just realize you have a curable curse, curable curse and turn it off <laughs> done how yeah no 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 if anyone can't tell i'm just talking shit i'm just fucking around <laughs> yeah. i don't know if anyone knows no, you're gonna get I'm canceled not. for that one you're gonna get canceled so for that one so fast yeah. like, fuck steven and i'll be like you know what guys yeah <laughs> suck my toe suck my toe everybody yeah i don't know just the idea of being canceled if like i saw that um there's this a streamer called Salty DK Dan who literally canceled himself on Twitter as a joke. What? What? Yeah, he canceled Salty himself DK? on. Tw- yeah, he canceled himself on Twitter as a joke. What? What? Do you, wait, and what? What was the repercussions of it? Were there repercussions? And, no, it was just like seeing how people react without knowing any context. So they would just like, uh, people would just make empty tweets that were his fans being like, "I can't believe you've done this" and all this stuff. And then people started retweeting it and being like, oh, my God, what did he do? And all this stuff. It's that yeah. cheap herd mentality. People can't think for yeah. themselves. Yeah. It's very interesting, you know. What? He's so that's a that's a pretty interesting uh, and f- and pretty fascinating social experiment to do. What's his following yeah. count? Oh, that's a high following count then. So he probably stirred up the pot a little bit right there. Yeah. He got to like two on trending, I think. Jesus, from canceling himself? Yeah. Oh my god. It's crazy. Yeah. I've been hearing that I've been hearing a lot of that too, like being scared of being canceled and like that's like how they silence you and shit and and I don't know, but if it's like if if you're afraid of being canceled, it's like what are you saying? Like what are you saying that's, you know, afraid of being canceled? Also like I feel like with the idea of just being canceled like 
there, there's a difference. Like there's some people that deserve to be canceled. If you do something like really God awful, but like, Mm -hmm. if you know, deep down in your heart that like, you're at least like mostly like a decent human being and you can kind of explain to like the stuff that has been drawn out of proportion then you shouldn't have to worry. And also like, if you're afraid of all that, maybe just like, I don't know, just like, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird world we live in now that like, it's pretty whack. So I don't know. (laughs) That's why I was so fascinated. And I appreciated that scene from fucking big brother. Not that scene, but that that last episode where they had, where they had a conversation at least. Yeah. Cause that guy, Kyle, he was, he felt devastated. He felt the, he didn't just feel bad for like how his words have made his housemates feel right. But he was aware that this could destroy his life. If something like this, you know, like unravels and just goes, it gets out of hand. You know, he's like, this could ruin me. Like, I, I got to make sure like people know what's going on and shit. Right. But I, those conversations are important to hash it out. Do I'm going to make an app called hash it out where people can just talk about shit yeah. in a safe space. It's like, just, it's like, hey, hey, you have an argument? Hash it out. Fucking hash it out, dude. Hash it out. <laughs> people are scared of confrontation. They're scared of like just being like being told, hey. You hurt me. Let's talk about it. And you just got to sit with that sometimes. You just got to sit with the fact that you hurt someone. Be like, fuck, I fucked up. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. I think it's a good moment to segue to the best part, my favorite part of the podcast, which is the questionnaire part. Woo! (laughs) But for you, because you're recurring, you get the new set of questions. Oh, snap. Okay. So it's let's do this. Of, it's a new set of questions. Uh, I they're they're similar. I put my own okay. twist on them. You know, I wanted to keep them uh, deceptively simple still, but still Gotta keep them guessing. Of course, keep them guessing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Question one: What is your favorite letter? S. Next question. What is your favorite number? 27. Nice. I'm impressed how fast they're coming out. Next question. What gives you hope? Being people be kind to each other. Mm. Lovely. Next question. What brings up fear? It's going to be a slightly goofy answer, but for me, butterflies. Like physical, like actual butterflies? Yeah, actual butterflies. I, I have a, a fear of butterflies. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Interesting. All right. Next question. What color do you love? Nice. Next question. What color do you hate? Probably like a light pink. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. 
Let's see. Okay, so last time we asked what your favorite curse word is. This time yeah. we're asking, what are your top five curse words? Oh, no. Okay. Um, so five would probably be just damn it. I think it's just like very potent. Four, um, ass. Three, shit. Two, hmm. Because I know my my number one's fuck. It's just solid. I'm trying to think. I think two is bitch. So it'd be two bitch. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's always a fun question. Of course. Next one. What hobby would you like to pick up? Painting. Nice. What kind? Any medium? Uh, I probably would want to do watercolor. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Mm-hmm. What hobby would you never start up? Yeah, I'm playing football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right, final question. And this is the question that replaces the Pearly Gates question. Okay. So this question is... Hmm. It's like incomplete because the phrasing is still... I'm still trying to figure out the phrasing for this question. Gotta workshop it. It's all good. That's what this is. It's workshopping. But but basically, this this question is, is asking, ready... We're all trying to find our meaning in this world, right? Why we're here, our yeah. reason for being. What mm-hmm. is your answer to that? Like, what gives you reason to be here? What What do you do? What do you like to do, or or anything? You don't even have to do it. Something you enjoy, whatever it is. What What is one thing that has given you that answer of like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Give others comfort and joy. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And there we did it. We got to the end of another episode. Uh, it's, it's always good to chat with you, Gabriella. It's always a fun time. I like getting updates, you know, what's going on on your end, what's mm-hmm. what the producers of December. December, I'm hoping. Yeah. December TBA date. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to manifest the TikTok producers read through of the, produce, of the producers. Gonna, it will, it will be a thing. We will, we will get there eventually. <laughs> we'll just keep talking about it till then and let them know Gabriella where, where can people find you oh you can find me on TikTok and Instagram under they both have the same name so it would be Gabriella underscore Sophia underscore Torres mm. there it is yeah. and thank you thank you again of course going on everybody it's steven broken cortez welcome to the why the f not podcast this is episode 71 and today we have a, a returning guest this is her third appearance on the why the f not podcast welcome in gabriella sofia torres at this point does she need does she need an introduction i feel like y'all know her y'all got good you got good understanding who she is right actress living in new york living the dream doing the thing 
coming in again we're talking about all kinds of shit i i, I shared my my hopeful hopeful thoughts about Neuralink and shit about the future of technology god just no 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 post-apocalyptic shit please 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 elon musk anyways welcome in episode 71 the why the f not podcast <laughs> 